Stone and Tile Show is proud to be sponsored by the National Tile Contractors Association. The NTCA is a leading trade association in the tile and stone industry dedicated to professional installation of ceramic tile and natural stone. With more than 1,500 members representing thousands of installers, NTCA works hard to be a strong voice for proper installation and qualified labor. The association invests in a professional staff to provide technical support and assistance and offers free educational seminars and regional training opportunities around the country. To learn more about what the NTCA can offer for you or your business, go to the website www.tile-assn.com. That's www.tile-assn.com. Good evening, folks, and welcome to the Stone and Tile Show. I am your host, Fred Houston, and you are listening or you may be watching if you're on Facebook. I'm also doing this on a Facebook live feed, so if you're listening, uh, hello. Uh, If you're watching me, hello again. Uh, this is our 100th episode. I, I can't believe I've been doing these for for 100 shows. That's probably a little over a little over two years. Of course, I've mixed missed a few weeks here and there. So, what I kind of wanted to do today, I, I don't have any guest schedule, whatever, but I have prepared an entire list of uh, some of the past shows, and I thought I would run them down. Now, all of these shows uh, can be found on. Uh, the blog talk radio website and I'll go ahead and I'll post that link on Facebook. If you want an email, just send me an email and I'll also send you the email for that, uh, for that link as well. But there's, like I said, there's, this will be the 100th show that I'll, that I'll be doing. So, but before I get started, a a couple of things I wanted to mention, and I know those of you follow me on the Facebook page and on my Twitter, my Instagram and all the other social media uh, avenues that I've been using is that, I have scheduled the Stone and Tile Inspection and Troubleshooting Seminar again uh, this coming January. Now, I don't know if you've heard or not, but the Stone Show that's usually held in in January in Las Vegas has moved. They've actually moved it to June. But I still plan on offering that seminar in January. So if you're interested, uh, you might want to call me, uh, you know, as soon as we get off the air here because uh, this class is going to fill up fast. If, for some reason... If for some reason this COVID thing is still going on and, you know, we can't do it live or we can't do it there for for any reason, I'm going to be offering it on a Zoom video. So kind of similar to what you're seeing now uh, if you're on Facebook. So uh, go ahead and uh, we we can sign up. I'm kind of debating whether to do one in June again uh, during Stone Expo. I kind of want to, you know, take a deep breath and see what's going to happen with this virus thing. So. Anyway, if you want to call in during the show today, it's 323-870-3968. That's 323-870-3968. And, you know, call me in with any questions you have. If you want to wish me a congratulations on my 100th show, that would be that would be great as well. Uh, so feel free to call in at any time during that. Now, one other thing I'm going to do that I rarely do, and a lot of you uh, know that I'm not one to push products, and, I, and I'm really not here to push a product, but I do want to tell you a little story about what you see up here. If you're watching Facebook, you see this little stain kit here, and this goes back to my days as a, as a restoration contractor when I got a ton of calls on stain removal. Now, back in, I think it was somewhere around the 90s, I want to say 1994, 1995, I know, I'm aging myself. Uh, I wrote a book 
I, I wrote the first book on stain removal for stone tile and concrete surfaces uh, and was published by, by BNP, who owns Stone World magazine. And of course, I now have the rights uh, for that particular book. But in that book, I have a, a stain guide with over, I don't know, something like 100 different stains and all these chemicals to use. Now, when I first started out, I have a chemistry background. For those of you that don't know, I had a slew of different chemicals that I would carry with me. So if a customer called up and they said, you know, Fred, we've got this stain, I would bring in basically this humongous uh, tote, if you will, of chemicals. And I probably had at least a dozen chemicals and they're ranging from everything from acids to alkalines to solvents to, to you name it, to try to remove a stain or to test for a stain. And over time of doing this again and again and again, I have developed basically only three chemicals that you need to remove almost any stain whatsoever. So that's what I put in this stain kit here. Uh, I call it the ultimate stain uh, removal kit. And it only contains three chemicals that you need to remove anything from an inorganic stain, organic stain, and even a metal stain such, such as rust. So uh, if anyone's interested in that kit, um, getting ready to, uh, uh, to, to sell these to uh, several vendors. Uh, uh, right now we're talking with uh, Braxton. Uh, we're also talking with 10X, and we're also talking with MB products as well. So if you give any one of those a call, uh, even if they don't have it yet, call them, tell them you want Dr. Fred's Ultimate Stain Removal Kit, and uh, we'll get them ordered for you. But it's the only three chemicals you need. Okay, commercials over, ads, ads over. So, you know, as I was saying, you know, wow, 100 shows. That, that's just incredible. So I prepared a list, and I'm going to kind of go through these lists, this list a little bit to kind of give you an idea of what kind of shows uh, I've done over the past past hundred shows, and rather than you going through and scrolling through all these, so I'm going to go through these real quick. I may stop every now and then to uh, to tell a little story about them, but of course, the one we did just last week was how to polish difficult stones. I interviewed Anthony Moses, who also has a, uh, a another podcast. We did the history of stoneworking, which was kind of a really interesting show because we went back and looked at some of the tools that were used to do some of the things. We even did a show just recently on what I called pee, poop, and puke. And uh, I won't say any more about that. If you want to check that out, just go ahead and listen to that show as well. Uh, we interviewed Alpha. Alpha Professional Tools for actually two shows. We did one on diamond abrasives and we did one on cutting and saws. Uh, of course, I've done numerous shows on what I call Fred's Ramblings. I tell a lot of the stories that, that I've been involved with, both funny, both not so funny uh, in the stone industry. Uh, answering your emails. We had one show on grout. We talked another show about graffiti removal. Um, another one on tile coverage versus bonding. So if you don't know what the difference is, and there's a big difference there, I'd highly recommend you to check that show out. Uh, we also talked about engineered stone, how to polish it, how to fabricate it, et cetera. We did a kind of a, a basic uh, introduction on selecting stone countertops for the for their, uh, a customer out there that may be looking for uh, uh, countertops, as well as you guys that are selling them. A lot of good information in that show. Uh, we had James Medina, a friend of mine, that uh, uh, who's uh, we talked a lot about waterproofing. Uh, we did a couple of shows with him on, on waterproofing, uh, which is a, a great show. You need to go back and listen to those as well. Uh, let's see, we did slip falls. We interviewed a guy by the name of Chris Harris out of the out of the UK. Uh, false uh, mud beds. You know what is a false mud bed? If you guys don't know what that is, 
You may want to check that interview out I had with Mike Weaver. Uh, really good informa- information on what a false mud bed is. Uh, we talked about smoke and fire damage. Uh, we did, I think, two or three shows on the coronavirus and, uh, you know, how long it survives on countertops. Uh, I did an interview with my friend David Bonacera, uh with ESP out of uh, San Jose, uh, who's very informative when it comes to a lot of this uh, uh, safety particular uh, materials, especially when it comes to environmentally safe products. Uh, so some really good shows there, so you may want to check check that out. Uh, what do hollow tiles really mean? I did an entire show on on how to detect hollow tiles and what they really mean, and you know, especially when it comes to someone calling you up and saying they had a flood on their floor, and now we have hollow tiles. Well, if you listen to that show you'll find out that flooding does not cause hollow tiles like a, a lot of people do. Um, let's see. We interviewed uh, Kyle Hayden, who also has a, a podcast, uh, Luke Miller, uh, with Tile Money. All you installers out there familiar with Luke. Uh, we actually interviewed one another, which I thought was really, really great. Uh, Jason McDaniel, uh, the stone man. Uh, you see, if you're on YouTube, you see him all the time, especially a uh, shout out to you guys at GTP, the Global Tile Posse. Uh, actually, we did several with uh, Jason, at least two or three, and we'll probably do a few more if he's willing. Um, we did one on why you should attend uh, trade shows. Uh, we also did one with Jim Heeb with the Natural Stone Institute, and we're going to be doing another one with Jim uh, here in September sometime. So you may want to uh, uh, stay tuned for that one as well, especially as it relates to stone uh, restoration guys. Of course, we did stain removal. We did marketing tile installations. We did one on Terrazzo, all about Terrazzo. Uh, we interviewed um, uh, Pablo Starkov, uh, another friend of mine, installer out in the Portland area, uh, who uh, uh, did a really great article in Tile Letter uh, last month, I believe it was. So you may want to uh, check that out on, you know, Carrara Marble. And we, we talked about, you know, this issue we have with, with that darkening, especially on a lot of the Carrara Marble shower pans and what he's discovered and some of the tests. He did a really great show. Uh, we did one with Michelle Bloomquist, uh, one on women in the stone tile industry. Uh, a lot of my pet peeves. Uh, we talked about, uh, 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 well, actually, we did another interview with Granite Gold. Those of you familiar with that product line. Uh, Alan White with Ardex. It was a really great interview with that, too. We talked about hurricane and natural disasters and how that affects stone and tile. Uh, I did an entire show on expert witness. I did one on tile setting mistakes. Uh, we interviewed several people on that. Another friend of mine, Buddy Antra, up there in uh, Connecticut, we did one on safety for a fabrication shop. Uh, we interviewed Martin Brooks on installing uh, a tile. Uh, some stone fabrication issues we talked about in another show. Uh, we talked about, this was earlier on, one of the first shows we talked about was if you fabricators are looking to go from your standard tools to automation, you know, your CNCs, your water jets. Uh, we interviewed Karen Rowe uh, on that one as well and how she managed to do that. Uh, let's see. We talked with John Kessler with uh, Mape. Everyone's familiar uh, with, with Mape, uh, dispelling some of the stone myths. Uh, we talked about stone geology and chemistry, resin stones, and... Uh, doctored stones uh we spoke with uh, debbie shaw on your web presence how you should have a web presence uh we talked with john freetag who runs the stone and tile school uh we did a, several shows on on failure analysis uh talked with keith graves up there in uh, virginia on buying stone and what to look for in buying stone he's a distributor up there <coughs> excuse me uh, testing equipment, uh, polishing tips and tricks for just about all kinds of stone, uh, exterior stone. 
Uh, we talked with Kim, those of you familiar with Innovative Surface Solutions, you know, the, uh, the, the, puck, the puck system. We talked with Kim, Kim. Actually, we did two shows with her. Uh, we talked about going green. And, of course, we talked about the infamous crystallization or recrystallization. Uh, let's see, some of the other ones. Uh, Miss Dean MacArthur, who was a CPA, we talked with him about business. We did three or four shows on some of the anti-etch products. Uh, we did one on shower failures. We did one with OSHA. Um, hang in there, guys. I'm getting close to the end here. Uh, about rotting and repairs, uh, quartz versus quartzites, and how some of these quartzites are being sold as marble and not really quartzites. And, of course, we talked about stone inspection. So that is not all of them, but it's just a simple list that I, that I put together on some of the past shows. So you may want to go ahead and check them out. They're there all the time. You know, we do do them live as we are doing here tonight, but they're, as soon as they're done live, within five minutes of going off the air, they're available as a podcast, so you can go and listen to them on just about all of the podcast formats that you want to go to. So uh, if you want to call in, if you're listening live, it's 323-870-3968. That's 323-870-3968. If you want to just simply, uh, you know, drop me a little comment there on the on Facebook Messenger, feel free to go ahead and do that as well. Uh, also, um, let me see what else we're going to talk about here today. Um, a, a lot of God, there's just so many things to talk about in this in the stone industry right now. Uh, one of the things I happened to be talking to a friend of mine the other day, and we were we were actually talking about uh, report writing, and I haven't done a. Uh, a show on that yet simply because I don't know how many of you out there are looking at re- writing reports, but if you are, you know, drop me a line. Let me give my email address out. It's F Houston, F H U E S T O N at G mail.com. Let me give you a tell one more time. F H U E S T O N at gmail.com. You can uh, go ahead and drop me an, an email there as well. Or just go ahead and uh, hop on uh, Facebook there and you should be able to see me live. Although I can't see me live because I'm having trouble seeing what I'm doing. So I'm sure if you guys can see me, if you're, you're watching, uh, send me a hi or, or, or a wave or whatever. All right. Uh, I think what I'll do now is uh, go through some of my some of these past shows and kind of highlight uh, some of the things we talked about and, and maybe pick out some of the tips uh, that that. Uh, that, that I gave you that are just, as far as I'm concerned, invaluable tips, things that I've learned uh, over, over the years, many, many years that I've been in this, in this, in this industry. Uh, one of the things just recently that actually we cover now in our, our stone and tile inspection classes, um, and, and this is kind of an interesting story. So let me go ahead and tell you the story. I know I've probably told the story before, but it's kind of interesting. And I was doing an inspection on a hotel. And this was a hotel that had, oh, I don't know, maybe several hundred bathrooms. And a tile fell off the shower wall. It was a porcelain tile, fell off the shower wall. And uh, there were two attorneys there, one from both sides, one from the installer and one from, from the hotel. And, uh, of course, we discovered that this tile that fell off had used the spot method. And you all know what that is. It's where you use dots on it. But, but more importantly, they used the wrong setting mortar. So the, it wasn't bonding at all. So my conclusion was that it's doomed to fail. I mean, all the showers are doomed to fail. Well, this smart ass attorney uh, came up and said, well, how are you going to tell that all these tiles are set that same way? And all these tiles have a bond because we can't rip out, or, or take tiles out of all several hundred of these rooms. So, 
you know, my first gut reaction was, you know, go old school and go back to, well, we just simply, you know, take our knuckle or take a, you know, a, a screwdriver or a golf ball and kind of tap on the tiles and you can hear where it's hollow and you can hear where it's not. And you can usually assume by that, that, uh, that that may be tile. Well, you know, that's not proof enough. He said, you know, how do we know you've got a good ear or whatever he said? I, I can't exactly remember, but so I came up with an idea. And I wish I could say this idea was mine, but I kind of borrowed this idea. I happened to be there on a second visit uh, with someone else doing some uh, water damage work there, not on the shower, on carpeting or drywall or something. And he had an infrared camera and he was going around the room outside of the bathroom with this infrared camera. And I said to him, you know, could you bring the infrared camera over here? And uh, I want you to take a look at the shower and point it there and see what you see. And what he saw was with the you know those of you not from the infrared photography it uses temperature differences is we could actually see all the dots behind the stone or actually we could barely see them but they, you could tell they were there so i got the idea of taking a hair dryer so i took the hair dryer out of the bathroom and i kind of kind of put it on hot and i, I rubbed you know blew it across a couple of the tiles for for well, less than a minute and i said let's go ahead and take another image and see what that that looks like and it showed up like no tomorrow i mean you could actually see where the dots were on this installation. So now I could go back to that attorney and say, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna be able to tell that this was a, a, a dot method installation. And we're gonna be able to tell non-destructively any of the showers simply by using infrared photography. And you know, a lot of you guys are gonna say, well, Fred, wait a minute, infrared photography, you know, cameras are really expensive. You know, they can run, I don't know, thousands and thousands of dollars, which is true. They, they can. They can run a lot of money. But they also have when FLIR is the main company, F-L-I-R. You just look them up on Google. Again, it's F-L-I-R. Uh, they have a camera that adapts to your iPhone. It just simply it simply plugs into the bottom of your iPhone and uh, or, or your Android. It can be an iPhone or an Android. And basically turns your, your telephone, your, your cell phone, if you will, into an infrared camera. Now, I've compared that camera to some of the bigger, more expensive $20,000 cameras. And for our purposes, it works fine. It's perfect for what we need. And these little cameras now are only, I think I paid $400 for mine. They're somewhere between three, four, five hundred dollars is, which is nothing. So it allows you to do those type of inspections non-destructively. And so in the class, we go over a lot of these different types of uh, uh, equipment that you can use. We talk about a protimeter. We talk about the use of the RH probes. I mean, it's just a ton of different uh, tools at your disposal. And even if you're not doing inspections, these can become really good tools for you as an installer and as well as a um, uh, a restoration contractor as well, and even a fabricator uh, for that matter. So uh, let me uh, give the phone out uh, one more time here. I'm going to take a quick break for ice station identification or commercial, I should say. And that's 323-870-3968. And I'll be back right after this ad. Thank you, Tough Skin, one of our gold sponsors. Marble etches and stains, Tough Skin guarantees it will not. Tufskin provides a unique product and installation service anywhere in the USA with the proprietary stone laminate products. They protect marble countertops with an acid, oil, and waterproof guarantee. That's right, it's now possible to install marble, onyx, and travertine countertops without the worry of etching and staining from common household items like wine, lemon, coffee, or other acidic foods. 
people have been trying to figure this out for thousands of years, and Tough Skin Surface Protection has done it. Available in gloss and satin to match the countertop finish. Visit them online at toughskinprotection.com. That's T-U-F-F skinprotection.com to learn more. All righty, folks, I'm back, and I just discovered that my live feed on Facebook was uh, kind of petering out for some reason, so I don't know if that's going to work or not, but it doesn't matter. Uh, we've got the podcast here. All right, so some of the other things that, that we discussed, um, actually some topics that I would like to see discussed, uh, we're going to talk about soundproofing. Uh, I've got someone I'm going to interview when it comes to soundproofing. Uh, I'd like to talk about, as I had mentioned, report writing. Uh, for those of you interested in that, and there's just, you know, the, the topics here are endless, uh, especially uh, you guys out there that want to be interviewed. If you're a manufacturer, if you have some type of a product that, that, that we use on stone and tile installations, fabricators, restoration guys, please, please, please give me a call and we'll set up an, uh, set up an interview. I also want to mention that uh, if you want to support the show, I do have what is called a Patreon site, which I posted on my Facebook page. If you want to go ahead and check that out, uh, we'll go ahead and check that out as well. And um, actually, after three months of support, you end up getting a mug that says a stone and tile show on it to enjoy your morning coffee with. So uh, phone number 323-870-3968-323-870-3968. All right, what else shall we talk about? Let's talk about uh, now, I, I mentioned that we did three different products, actually, actually three different shows, if you will, on some of these anti-etch products that are out there. And uh, they all have their pros. They all have a con, their cons. And I, I actually uh, interviewed my buddy David Bonacero on, on this. He, he does a lot of extensive testing on these products. So as far as I'm concerned, they all have their use. And, you know, we're, we're starting to see a lot of uh, marble countertops being used in kitchens, especially marble uh, islands, white Carrara islands. And of course, you all know the problem with those is that they etch uh, considerably. Now, speaking of etching and speaking of polishing, uh, one of the questions I get all the time, and the, the diamond manufacturers are probably going to hate me for this, but that is, you know, the question is, do I need to go through all my grits? And I'm going to put it bluntly. The answer is no, you do not. Let's talk about that for a minute. The 120 and the 220 grit are so close. Now, we're talking about marble polishing now, not granite polishing, but marble and limestone polishing, if you will. 20 and 220 grit are, as far as I'm concerned, interchangeable. So if you're starting with the 60 and then you're jumping to a 120, you don't happen to have any 120s, go ahead and jump to the 220. Uh, you know, if you're using three to six diamonds on a bottom of your machine and you only have five and you're using six of your 120s, you know, put five 120s on there and put a 220 in there. You're not going to see a whole heck of a lot of difference. Then you jump to your 400 grit. Now, here's where a lot of guys will raise their eyebrows and say, wait a minute, you can do that? And yes, you can. I'm going to describe. And that is with a lot of stones, you only need to go to a 400 grit and then switch over to your powders. You know, go to your 5X, your MB powders, whatever powders you're using. And once you learn how to polish and you know how to work those, th those powders, you should be able to get a factory shine after the 400. Now, I've done this. When, when I used to run the restoration seminars, I used to take Negro Marquina. Uh, for those of you who don't know what that is, that's your black marble. We would stop at 400, and of course, it would be white and dull as can be. 
and I would show how to polish that to a factory and many times beyond a factory polish at a 400. So some of you may say, well, you know, if I go to the 6, the 8, the 1800 and further, I'm going to get a better polish, a faster polish. No, you won't. Uh, I could show you how to do that pretty quickly. So uh, it's something, if you don't believe me, what I suggest you do is experiment, you know, experiment with it. So, you know, most of the jobs that I did as a restoration contractor were a simple 120, 400 and polish on, on marble. Granted, of course, is a whole nother ball game, and we actually did an entire show on that as well. So make sure you go ahead and check that out. All right. I'm going to give everybody one more opportunity before we uh, close for today. And that is the number is 323-870-3968. Or go ahead and send me an email at fhuston, F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N, at gmail.com. And uh, let me take a break here for another quick commercial, and I'll be right back after this. Are you looking for quality greenstone working products? ESP sells many lines of fine quality, environmentally safe products. Stone Pro, MB Stone Care, Bondstone and Touchstone Adhesives, more Stone Care products, Easy Care products, and Better Bio, which is over 80% bio-based and approved by the USDA. For more info, visit ESPSales.net. That's ESPSales.net. Alrighty, folks, I'm back. Uh, one last tip before I close out, and I actually got this call the other day, and that is an individual trying to polish some of the serpentine, in other words, the green marbles. And, you know, he wanted to know, uh, he wasn't quite getting the, the shine, that 10-foot that shine that he needed to get on it. And first of all, there are many green marbles out there. There's green marbles from Taiwan. There's some Asian greens. Uh, you know, obviously, there's there's Vermont greens and greens from all over the place, and they all don't have that that deep 10 foot shine. However, one little trick that I found that works really, really well with a lot of the serpentines, and this is what you may want to try, is instead of using your marble polishing powder on them when it gets to the final polishing phase, you may want to try a granite polishing powder. So, you know, give that a shot and you'll be surprised how much shine you can get on some of those on some of those serp serpentine marbles. All right. I'm going to wrap things up for today. Our 100th show uh, next week will be our 101 show. Uh, so, again, uh, I want to mention the stone and tile inspection and troubleshooting seminar I have coming up. Uh, in Las Vegas in January, if you can't attend uh, or we can't have it for, you know, if this COVID thing is still going on, we're going to go ahead and do it via, via Zoom. I also still have the correspondence course for that class available, and I'm still offering that at half price. So uh, if you want to get to that, you might want to uh, give me a call or send me an email and uh, we'll, we'll get you a copy of that. I've, I've sold a few of them and I've been getting some really good feedback on, on those as uh, those as well. So, until next week, everybody, let me get my little cheat sheet out here, and I want to thank everybody for listening. So keep setting those stones, polishing that stone, and fabricating those tops. Later, my friends.